What were we just talking about? We were just talking about? What were we d- just saying? I forget. What do you mean? Uh, the pops? No. Evan? No. It's got weird. Hey, we're we're here, and so is Dan Depriel. Hi, of uh, previous episode fame. You came on and talked about Lady Comics. I did talk about Lady Comics with uh, Amanda Cohen. Amanda Cohen, yeah, very fun episode. And uh, Amanda Cohen recently posted she got friend zoned. Yeah, which I was I was very shocked to hear because that's generally not a term that uh, you know. Com- feminist comics use. You know my theory. It's not. It's not even a thing that's real. I don't like the friend. Yeah, I don't think the friend zone is real. I think it's something that people. It's a mind state that people put themselves in and then blame it on someone else. But I think you know it's a real thing. It's like you like somebody and they don't like you back. But I don't like. The <laughs> that's term. all the friend zone means. Yeah, that's all the friend yeah, zone means. And you you put it on the other person by saying they yeah, put you in a zone. It's like they don't just, like you. They're they don't, not attracted to you. They yeah. don't owe it get anything over it. to you. Yeah. Right. Um, so we, I, I got on this topic because I was reading the Walter Isaacson biography of Steve Jobs. I've yeah. seen the Danny Boyle film, and I never really sat down to read the book, but I, you know, I just grabbed it out of the library because it was sitting there, and it was, it was kind of interesting to read in this day and time, because Steve Jobs was so. It just remi- he reminded me of all these guys that are getting busted for sexual harassment. Right. Not because Steve Jobs has any sexual procli- proclivities. In fact, it seems like he doesn't really have any. You know, he just mm-hmm. banged a few women in his life, including Joan Baez. Of- really? Yeah. Jo- he had a relationship with Joan Baez, which I thought was... I didn't know that. Must have been a weird pair. (laughs) He really didn't seem like the guy that was banging all the girls. It's really true. It's like he didn't have that. That that wasn't part of, like, it it really does feel like that really wasn't part of who he was. No, it's, there's not a lot. And maybe because Walter Isaacson was avoiding, maybe he was more of a Lothario, but I, I didn't get that that was one of his prime interests at all. Yeah. That was Wozniak's whole deal, too. No, sorry, that's just a joke for the nerds. <laughs> that was Woz- Wozniak was crushing <laughs> puss. Yeah. Roz was making the Elsagate bids. Backing <laughs> off to Elsagate. You ready for the Woz, ladies? Yeah, this is actually all Steve Wozniak. <laughs> Who, by the way, in that book, there's some really... You know, I think even more interesting people than Steve Jobs are Steve Wozniak, mm-hmm. who just seems like a really unique, sweet person. Yeah. Amazingly sweet. Yeah, he's a good guy. And and Steve Jobs' dad, who is like, seems like the gr- one of the greatest men of all time. Really? In, in every description you of that book. You mean the adopted dad or the real dad? The adoptive dad. I don't even remember that. The one story I remember from that book is Steve Jobs, unbeknowingly not a word. No. <laughs> Unbeknowingly being served by his own father in this restaurant and he didn't know it was his father. Yeah. Hmm. He like Steve Jobs would go to like a Lebanese restaurant and eat Damn. and his dad would be serving him every day or frequently and he wouldn't know it was his dad. Oh man. <laughs> and it wasn't until way later that like Mona Simpson Yeah, figured out who Steve it was. Steve Jobs' sister. Hmm. Uh 
figure it out. And in the movie, they kind of misappropriate that story a little bit because I think they go and eat at the restaurant and Steve Jobs knows, and the character Steve Jobs knows it's his dad. Do you remember that scene? It's like he and Jeff Daniels playing, uh, what's his face from uh, Pepsi, John Scully. They go to the restaurant and Steve Jobs is like, oh, that's my dad. But that didn't really happen. The, Which movie? Both were terrible. The the, the Danny Boyle, the Danny Boyle one. one. Yeah, I don't I don't agree that the Danny Boyle one was bad. I think it's kind of a interestingly made movie. That was horrible. <laughs> I don't think you thought it was horrible. I did. No, we talked about it. And you no, said it was, was kind horrible. of a failure, but not horrible. I don't think it's horrible. I, it's anyway, horrible. anyway, <laughs> reading the book um, was really interesting in light of these recent events because I saw so much of. Steve Jobs and all these guys that have gotten in trouble for sexual harassment uh, because they're all really great at these various things. They do. Weinstein's a great film producer. Kevin mm-hmm. Spacey's a great actor. Louis C.K. is a great comedian. And it, 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 it made me start thinking and reading the book like Steve Jobs had the same aggression and will imposing. Well, and Steve Jobs was also far greater than any of those men that you mentioned. Well, great at what he did. I mean, maybe Louis C.K. gets close, but... Um, but but in their respective fields, like, it's hard to say one man is greater than another because they're... Well, pursuing... Jobs, it was, I think you can kind of make analogs. I mean, Jobs was... He did to change the world. Jobs was a Jordan level. I always... I think everything right, but approaches he was... Michael Jordan. Like, <laughs> like, in his field... Michael Jordan was 100 out of a 100. Like, you cannot go beyond what Michael Jordan was. In ba- it's not... Michael Jordan transcended basketball to become the most famous person on earth. Right. Yeah. But like, I think, you can never be better at anything but than Michael th- Jordan who's, was at basketball. Who's a better producer than Harvey Weinstein? Like, who's that's a greater... That's fair. It's okay. And who's a greater... You're right. A Kevin Spacey's the one that's one a little... Of the, well, Spacey... Yes. He's still... Yeah. He's, he's top level. He's a, yeah, but he is... Yeah, he's an great A-list level. great so, actor. In, sure, all, in, right. all, in all these zones, it, it was... Just reading the book and seeing like the dark side of Steve Jobs, where he like denied paternity of well, he his was firstborn like a daughter, dipshit. was a yeah. piece of shit, and yeah. and ultimately killed himself mm-hmm. by, by eating fruit instead of taking chemo. Yeah, right. and, and not getting surgery. Right. You know, he could have had surgery much earlier. Well, than he, he did, but then he bitched out in the very end, and he did get surgery. Right, that's what always happens. But it was months and months it after it should have yeah, been because right, 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 right. he thought that he could cure it by that same thing he, happened to Bob Marley. Same exact thing. His Bob nonsense. Marley was like, "I'm not going to." I'm just oh, <laughs> he's Russian Bob Marley. Yeah. Uh, Besides, you're, you're doing Steve Jobs now. Yeah. Russian, uh, Russian Bob Marley. <laughs> what's what's Bob Marley's favorite donut? What's that? The one with jam in. Uh, oh. Wow. <laughs> You're always working your act into this show, Charles. Uh, Elsigate was bad. No, that's pure evil, right? Yeah. Sorry. I got that from a video about beards that I was watching. Ugh. Oh, you're actually watching videos to grow that beard. Well, because I, yeah, because I've had, I'm growing this beard and I've had really limited success. So I started watching this vi- this channel called Beard Brand. <laughs> so pathetic. Charles I, is growing a beard, everyone. It looks so, nice, yeah. though, Charles. It, does. it doesn't look bad. Listen, the ladies, <laughs> the ladies have my attention from women. Women really like beards. They sure do, it's Charles. It's really strange. I don't like, just wear this because I'm lazy. <laughs> men like scruff. But women like beards. The women like beards. You're right. It's as right, soon as the right. beard has started coming out, I just get weird women vibes that mm. I wasn't getting with my, my scruff it's appearance. It's very true. You're, it's so true. Men like scruff. Women like beards. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. And I was watching, I've been watching beard brand videos, which is really a douchey channel. <laughs> 
they have a like a a, a a personality that all he does is he just has like a big beard. He's not charismatic. He's not interesting. And he's just an <laughs> all. His name is Greg Brzezinski, and it just makes me annoyed that he's like somebody that that. It's a, every internet. Celebrity. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So I was watching a beard video, and that joke was told. So I've been mm. thinking about it. And this is the perfect opportunity to use it. Anyway, That's back great. to well, back to Steve Jobs. I'm glad we took Jobs. that. I'm glad we took a five minute detour on the jamming joke. <laughs> I feel like, man, wouldn't it? If Jobs was still alive. Doesn't it seem like? It seems like our world has been shaped quite a bit by Steve Jobs not being alive anymore. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, certainly for Apple, Apple's yeah. collapsed. Yeah, with without him there, right. it's, it's a total ma- joke of a company. Well, it's it's interesting because in the book he talks about wanting to build the culture that survives him, but he didn't. Well, you it, can't. It's so dependent upon him to be there. Well, this is what's so down. fucked up about these guys. So returning to our theme of successful men, successful men are assholes, and then their company gets bigger than themselves, so they get forced out. Let's Jobs got forced out of Apple. Right. Well. Yeah, sort he got of. fired by the board. You know, he got kicked out of his own fucking company. Well, he also provoked that. Like, he was... I, okay, but it's like... I, the same thing, I think, happened to Travis Kalanick, Uber. Yeah. Same thing happened to Dove Charney, mm-hmm. American Apparel. And what happened to American Apparel? Went out of business. What's happening with Apple now that Jobs is dead? It's a piece of shit. What happens... And it was a piece of shit when he was out the first time. Yeah. Right, Uber, exactly. But Uber's was a piece of shit even when the... CEO Uber's always Uber's always shit. <laughs> yeah. But I guess the question is, it's like... It's... I'm always on the side of the CEO in, the, in these circumstances because it's like... You do need... You need to do that. You know, there's a great P.T. Anderson quote where he says, you know, I don't like talking about making movies because to make a movie, you have to become a monster. Yeah. Hmm. And it's, I can, it's true to get anything done. You got to be a manipulative fucking prick who doesn't take no for an answer, bullies people into doing what you want. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's what it takes. Yeah, you have to impose, you have to impose your will so strongly. That's what struck me about the book. And then I think about these guys that are in these situations and I'm like, these are also guys that are used to doing that. They've reached the top level of whatever field that they're in because... Yeah, because they did. And I don't want this yeah. to be read as defensive, harassing no. women. Oh, no. But no. I mean, yeah, totally. No. It, it, it's also like they uh, applied that, you know, whatever negative thing you have in your life, it's going to be increasingly powered by how much you want to uh, dominate and impose your will. Like yeah. It, with Harvey Weinstein, would that guy be making women give him massages or w- watch him jerk off if he wasn't also a producer who was used to just bullying people into submission and getting done what his goals were? Right. You're turning you're turning the tools that have made you so successful just to another avenue. I get these movies made by being a hammer, by being a real asshole that cracks the whip on everybody that like you said, imposes his will. So logically, it's kind of understandable, if not morally, that they would be like, well, here's another problem. Yeah. I'm horny. I'm horny. Yeah. I need horny. to exactly. systematically get laid in right. every way that I can. And if you right, resist right, right, right. me, you get crushed. Yeah, like I will crush else you. In my yeah, life. Yeah, 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 exactly. Right. Well, reading the, like, the Kevin Spacey stuff is he's so aggressive. Like that story where he's like harassing Richard Dreyfus's son. Oh my god. Yeah. Like in the room while Richard Dreyfus is there. And in what universe would you think that was at all appropriate? Well, dude, did you hear the one about the hotel CEO 
so the the CEO of Standard Hotels is this guy. God damn it! He's got a famous. You'd recognize his name in a in a uh, second. He's like a Hungarian. Or something. Well, say no more. <laughs> it's fucking, yeah. fucking Hungarian. Ethan Stanislavski. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A real a real weirdo. A real high profile. Andre Balaz. That sounds he's like the most famous hotelier in Andre the world. He's, he's like the guy. He was hanging out with the wife of Jason Bateman and Jason Bateman at some like fancy rich people party. Mm. And he was like climbing up a ladder behind Jason Bateman's wife. And he just reached up in her dress and like touched her vagina. You don't do that to Jason Bateman's wife. And Jason Bateman like apparently got in his face and like Good. spit gum in his face. Oh. To me though, that's a violent, you must respond with direct violence, direct and intense violence. Well, if somebody touches your wife or someone spits gum in your face. If both. you, someone touches your wife's vagina. In I front agree. Of you. you gotta, you gotta confront There's no other, you go to jail. You, like, you have to go to jail. If yeah. like, there's no other way. Yeah. Well, you yeah. gotta throw, you, that's, that is, that's a violence. There's no misunderstanding. To, you gotta right. be like, like uh, you gotta be like, all right. Punches I, I, are I, appropriate. I have to attack you. I touched yeah. her vagina. No, no. <laughs> punches yeah. are for sure appropriate. Yeah. I don't think there's any other real thing you can possibly do yeah i mean who knows what this actual situation was you know hey maybe they're in some kind of like open relationship or something but uh no apparently like you know all the guests were appalled like he got like kicked out like it was a bad idea i don't think it's really affected him very much but um i think you get to a point my point being you get to a point where you are so used to being desired by women mm-hmm. and you're so used to getting what you want with women mm-hmm. that when a woman doesn't want to give you what you want, you start interpreting all their signs as if they are. Mm. Interesting. And I know honestly, because in high school, this like was what I was. I was this go. guy in fucking high school okay. in certain stages. Grabby. Dude, let me tell you guys something. I mean, I hate to fucking... This is not a good thing to admit. But when I was like 15 and 16 years old, I was... Well, if the, these well, standards were the standards we're living yeah. by now, I would be fucked. But because also, I would, I, you these know, standards I would aren't being applied. Look, I would never, right. ever, ever, even then, if a girl said, no, I would never physically physically do anything right. that they didn't want to do. I wouldn't right. force them ever to do anything. Right. But I would definitely verbally... Right. try to I'd be like no come on come oh, on come on was, you know I'd say that kind of thing there was a and also back then uh, to added a uh, challenge for people of our age there was like a real cloud of toxic masculinity that you had to navigate as a guy to be kind of accepted at least where I was from as like a straight guy you had there was a level of what would now be considered inappropriate and we're trying to teach our kids not to do while our it wasn't coming from all of our parents it was definitely coming from like your peers you know what i mean how to treat women like that to like cat call well, certainly stuff like where that. i came from like I mean, stuff yeah. where like people now pretend like men don't talk about like right. you know like oh my god like you know look at her like she was she was looking you know great like whatever i'm cleaning it up for the radio but you know like uh radio but uh <laughs> the uh you know, uh, but you know, men Those talk two great things right there. No, and, and I was 100%. I was like, look, I, you know, I don't believe in, the, you know, I don't like this whole toxic masculinity idea, but I, for the record, was definitely toxically masculine at the age of, you right. know, 15, when you're 15, 16, 16, 17. And 
Yeah, I mean, you know, that was somewhat societally imputed. Anyway, the, the point being, when I was that age, I had gotten enough consensual sex, you know, from, the age, from when I was about 15 to the age when I was about 25. I had gotten enough, well, that was also when I met Gracie, so it had to end. I had gotten enough consensual sex that when I was in a room with a girl, the fact that she was in the room with me, that she had agreed to like come in the bathroom to do cocaine with me or come to my house at two in the morning or agreed to meet up with me at some random place and like get wasted in X place. Right. That was consent to me. You know what I mean? Like that, like the fact that they were there automatically in my mind meant Oh, they want to fuck. You know, like it definitely means that. And and when they would say no, I would never, ever do the Weinstein move of like trying to trick them into doing it. I'd be like, oh, well, fuck you. Like, I thought that that's what this meant. Right. Yeah. I, I was always the one that like it ended in a fight. It didn't end right. in sex. You know? right, it ended in right, right. me being like, what the fuck? But uh, I can see where a guy like Weinstein would say, OK, hot, young, 18 year old starlet we're wasted. You came to my hotel room. What the fuck do you think is going on here? Right. You know what I mean? And but, not, not that Weinstein was doing that because he was doing much more gross, terrible right. shit. But, but that's also after you have a lifetime. A lot of this too has been developed over a lifetime of no consequences. Right, exactly. Maybe it started with uh, Weinstein copping a feel or something. Right, and right, And then right. people being like, well, let's not. For Leave all the myriad alone. reasons right, that they right, discussed, right. whether you're, because you're a climber, whether you, you know, you're uh, intimidated by the apparatus he has or whatever, it never advances and he gets away with more and more and more and he's jerking off in a pot of plants right, you know? right, right. so because somebody because he's convinced himself i don't think he he thinks this girl wants it and right, right. and yeah. ultimately it's the punishment of rules that stop us from breaking them like it's you you never drive more careful than when you get pulled over for speeding. You know what I mean? Like, but when you haven't been in a long time, you speed all the time. Right. Like, who cares? It's that reminder that it's against the rules that keeps you, a lot of people, in check. And when you're that powerful and the rules so don't apply to you, because we really do also have a culture of rules just not applying. But that's why men become powerful. This is the yes. thing. This is the element that's missed. Men become powerful both so they can and because they do break the rules. Right. So that's why it's a little bit insane to me. Not in the the Weinstein sense is horrible, but in the sense of somebody like Louis C.K., in the sense of some of these lighter situations but, where it aren't as bad, to me it seems pretty crazy to try and police these guys' behavior because it's like the whole reason that was driving you was so you could do shit that other people can't do. Yeah, but I think with Louis, it's a, like it's like the hotelier guy. Like he obviously lives a life of unchecked privilege. But Lou and Louis was doing this. He was like a staff writer. Like he wasn't really what we would consider. I mean, I'd love to be a staff writer. Anyone listening? But if uh, you know, to most people, that's not making it. Wasn't He's not he Louis big C. when he brought point. the two girls to his hotel and like said, "Can I jerk off?" No, he it was, was two thousand two. Not oh, that was 2002. Yeah, this was when he was famous for comedians, he was, but not but Louis not C. for. But that also plays wow. into there's that's still there's still a power dynamic that's yeah out of balance there because exactly. these were comedians that he had up in his room, and it's very different. Like if there was some if there were two chicks that he met in a bar and he was like, "Hey, come up to my room," and they were like, "Oh, I I had no idea that was going to happen." That that's when I'd be like, "Okay, you're silly." Like, right. But these were like coworkers essentially. They're people in comedy. So 
when you have this kind of elder statesman of comedy at the time inviting you up to the room, there's a little more like confusion about what that would be. God, it's like women. You're right. It's a, and then it I, becomes. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, go, go. Then it becomes that, like you said, the power dynamic of like, how do we treat this? If this is just some dude in equal or lower in status, I'm sure these women who are comedians, so are I would uh, guess to say hardier than your average person, would be like, fuck you, or make fun of them or something. But this is. Louis, who can call you get, Chris Rock, you get imprisoned who can call, in this yeah. place of oh, I can't. If I say no, I'm gonna piss off somebody that is then now gonna be able to fuck me up. Probably right. my best contact right, and right, job right. prospect. Right. Yeah. yeah. God, man. But I also, mean, it's, it's, does ugh, does God, the idea so that he can do that is that also tied into like the fact that he's a guy who went and produced his own show pretty much with no network involvement that he just told fx you know eventually hey i'm gonna do a show but you're not gonna have any involvement you just give me x amount of money and i'm gonna make a show for that amount of money and then i'm gonna give it to you and you're gonna put it on there you know is that tied to his his ability to impose what he wants to happen so strongly uh on what happens in his career because he's a guy that managed to really climb the ranks and become somebody if he was just some road hack right you know, it wouldn't be a story. Would would he also have thought that he could, that women would be okay with watching him jerk off? Right. Do you know, would he have a better sensibility? He was sensibility? just so clearly conscious of it, though. You know, I mean, I think some of the other guys just weren't even. What do you mean? Like a guy like Brett Ratner. I mean, I, I honestly, it's so horrible to say this, but like when I see what Brett Ratner was doing, it just came out that him and like Russell Simmons were like fucking models all the time. You know, they'd get some yeah. 18-year-old model and be like, oh, come come hang out with us. Like, well, it's going to be good for your career. And then they'd fuck them. Right. right. Same time. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like at the same I, time, kind of changing. It's I like, don't understand that at all. I don't think it was the exact same time. I think oh. it was like running a train, but like Dude, guys that fuck women with like other, other guys, other guys in the room. Dude, I used to do that shit in high school, either. man. I'm going to be perfectly what? honest. We used to like, I got it. How do you say this without be sounding like a complete fucking rape? You had a consensual train. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have those situations and it was, how did you fuck with some other dude like hanging out watching? Yeah. Weird. Yeah, there's it nothing. It wasn't usually fucking. It was usually like blowjobs and stuff. And so would you like? I don't know. You get you're so horny and you're 15, and it's just like. But if you, you make eye contact, again, yeah, I, that like, would ruin, you it ruin it for me. Get in this. That would ruin it for me. You mentioned like you and to Frank go to go back to Michael right? Jordan. I, I once heard a story of a Strangely, girl fucking yes. fucking <laughs> Michael Jordan. Bad example. She went to go fuck Michael Jordan. They met at some thing. She fucked Michael Jordan. Her friend fucked Tiger Woods, who was in the same room at the same time. Wow. It's that's like, a story for the grandkids. But I'm telling you, man, when you, when you get to the point where room. girls <laughs> want you that much, when you get to the point where, for whatever reason, girls are coming to you, when you get to that point... <clears throat> You become like a fucking animal in a way. Like you, you, I so see what those dudes are thinking. Like I I know what they're thinking. They're thinking, I'm a motherfucking king. All these bitches want to fuck me. That's it. I don't give a fuck. They all want to fuck. That's not what's going on in the girl's mind. But in their mind, that is what's going on. 
two points. I, I didn't know you in high school, but I do mildly resent that you compared yourself to the night that those ladies slept with Tiger Woods and Michael Jordan. <laughs> you sort of really drew a parallel there. Uh, that I want to, I want to the same thing. I want to cut that. No, I'm right just now. saying. No, we were way more pathetic, but it was just like that no. type of environment. You raise a good point, though, yeah. and I do think that there is a lot of uh, hypocritical moralizing on behalf of a lot of men in these situations that know that they wouldn't like. The, I can't imagine the pressure when you are Tiger Woods or Michael Jordan. Now, obviously, Louis, that's a little different. Uh, and like some yeah. of these guys are a little different because they're like gross old men that have no status whatsoever. But like Jordan or Woods or something like that. It's like these women, you, they're throwing themselves You're right. at you. What, how can you know how you'd react until every time your guards down, you're feeling self-conscious. There's another beautiful woman to, ready, ready to, to fuck ready exactly. to yeah, yeah. live out the dream of every 15 year old boy, all which right. every man I think has a little bit of that inside them. Even a if we evolve bit. past. Yeah. Right. Or a lot, <laughs> depending on the guy, you know, but like it, that is such a thing that it's very easy to sit back and go, well, no, absolutely not. You have a responsibility, but I imagine it's a lot harder you're if you're in yeah, it. Yeah, in exactly. It. I know. And I think that these guys know that they know how to lie to the public because they know the public can't really understand what it's like to be them. Right. And the problem with a guy like Weinstein is he's a disgusting, horrible piece of shit that nobody wants to be around, but everybody around him is fucking girls all the time. And the, everyone around him pussy. gets rich and famous too. Yeah, because of him. Like, and yeah. he, they all get endless pussy. So right. why the fuck am I not getting endless pussy? Well, how come Ben Affleck can walk into any goddamn room he wants, fuck any girl he wants forever? Yeah. And I'm the one who put this movie together. I can't fuck anybody. You know, that's why they start getting it, you know, these crazy fucking things. Yeah. And the, it's also just like, that, and that does speak to like what a lot of the ladies are saying though. But that's like just a, such a male dominated way to think that I think like it is endemic in the system. So I do actually agree with the, the higher women movement. I do think that if there's more women that you break that a little, because while there are some women that run the, that look at the world that way, specifically women from like the old model who had to survive in that man's world. I think like if you get more of a female perspective, you just will naturally cut down on that pervasive of like, this guy walks in and fucks whoever he wants. Like there'll be less of even that, That'll engender less of even like the uh, the 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 jealous predatory type. Do you think it's possible to be like a great person at whatever you're doing and not have some kind of horrible underbelly to you? No, because I yes. think everybody has some horrible underbelly to them in some way, and when you get put under a microscope like that, it's going to come out. Like the one, the thing that I was really surprise that never came out there's never like a real actual obama thing that ever emerged other than mm -hmm. like fake conspiracy Fakeness, weirdness i there's like that guy is is very high functioning and i was always like what is what is it that he does that's weird and creepy mm. like what does that guy have and it, it never came out and right. then I thought about his... Well, but that's, did they come out with George W. Bush? Well, George W. Bush wasn't a great... Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, George W. Bush was the son of a president. Like, he doesn't... He, what about George H. W. Bush? Well, that's... Well, stuff's coming out about him now, though. Well, but I mean, who, one thing, he's like, a, it's, I don't know. That didn't seem like that big of a deal, That whatever that one... I don't even really know the well, facts. Of it, but. I'm not saying he should, we should do anything to him about it. He's a, almost like a walking corpse now. But, yeah. like, the, you know, the idea of, like... 
at least we know there was an underbelly there. You know, at least now these stories are coming out. He was a little hands. Well, he was the head of CIA. Who knows what? Oh, actual... oh no! As like a person, I believe that he was evil. I thought we were talking about like skeletons in the closet. Like, yeah, no, personally. we're talking about some monster. Not yeah, because like, political actions are very different. Because like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they like shouldn't be Clinton. Yeah. It's pretty much acknowledged now that Clinton probably most likely raped Juanita Bo- well, Broderick. It was, it, whatever. It was one of these situations. And it was one of these exact definitely situations. definitely... Everything about Clinton, all the stories, predatory. even the ones in support of him, suggest that he at least skirted the line of consent. Like, even yeah. like there's that Mulaney so, story where he would hang out of the library and be like, can I walk you home? Can I walk you home? Can I walk you home? Even that's mildly predatory, you yeah. know? So I, I maybe I not no rape, doubt in my but, mind that Weinstein, well, okay, Clinton was probably not as bad as Weinstein, but Clinton was definitely one of these dudes who was fucking bitches all the time and thought every girl wanted to fuck him agreed. and was driven by his dick. Yeah. You know, he got Clearly. big. He yeah. got big so he could fuck girls. I right. mean, you know, that's a lot but he's of also, us are like that. You know, he's also a, a fairly brilliant dude. Yeah. Like he's, right. you know, politically. No, totally. A genius yeah. uh, policy wise, able to kind of read trends. I like, think that. So did that. I just think that like that high functioning end also fuels his his. It's a fuel thing. Darkness. It's you're connected to something. I mean, everybody's motivated by something different, right? I mean, that's what's interesting to me about Jobs is that I think Jobs had every single bit this same horrible drive, yeah. But it didn't manifest itself in fucking girls. It manifested no. itself in some other way. Yeah. Right. Well, he was a garbage human to his people surrounding him. You know, he fucked over Steve Wozniak for that small amount of money. Yeah, he got off on like little mini aggressions to people around him, which is in a way worse. Well, I don't know. You know, I mean, it's either get fucked out of a few hundred dollars and get raped. (laughs) (laughs) On the scale of what I would... Get raped by Steve Jobs, though? I don't... No, I don't want to be raped by anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Especially not a guy in a turtleneck. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I uh, I don't I don't know if it's necessarily tied to it. I think like everything that we said, it does kind of connect. Like you, you, there are sociopaths. It is an advantage to be a sociopath on the path to greatness. So I think there's a little bit of that. There is this idea that like why do men go strive for greatness or why do when they turn around to appreciate what do they appreciate? And a lot of that is women and the intention of women. So I think that that's all true. But I don't think that it's like one to one. Like you must be. A monster to be great. Uh, two words: Tom Hanks. You know what I mean? Like nothing ever bad has He's ever diabetes. been said. Oh well, fuck him. So, so there you go. God he, has judged. Well, he, but Tom, Tom Hanks also plays a certain. I, I don't think you can really use an actor in his example because it's it's sort of a different thing. And I look, mean, at, I, that's you need, true. A, you and need like Hanks, a great man who's like made it. And Tom on Hanks their, is arguably something. not a great. He's not. He's not a great, great actor. You're talking about like world changing. See, I would disagree that Louis C.K. would then be in that conversation because I just think he, well, he's one of the best comics. But I'm not saying world changing. I'm saying achieving the the top level of comedy where you control control TV shows. You can just control the entirety of your career. Tom Hanks doesn't really control Control anything. I I mean, dude, look at Martin Luther King. He was doing all kinds of fucking, it's all, you know, he was having orgies all the time you know i mean it's he was doing all kinds of shit but martin luther king at least to, to my knowledge all of that was consensual so i think what what is the difference but that if, we're if making if it was this here? day and age Gee, yeah come that's on. True. it's a whole different standard now. That is you know true. i mean i no. think it's a driving force in people and 
I don't know. It is. It's weird. It seems like there's some sort of nexus between those two things, you know, unfortunately. And, and I, I think you're, you're, I tend to think you're right that it's like part of, it's about imposing your will. Yeah. It's, and, you know, for a reason. And I think when you're good at doing that on a large scale, you're good at doing it on I a small scale. I think everybody should read that book, especially in light of recent <coughs> events. It's really instructive about how you push your vision on things. What was that book again? Uh, Steve Jobs by Walter Isaacson. Let me, let me ask you this. The, the part of that book that really fucking annoyed me was the last moralizing chapter where Oscar Isaac, Oscar Isaac, Oscar Walter <laughs> Isaacson had to go in there and say, Steve Jobs was a great man, but he really could have been nicer to people. Like he really like, he didn't yeah. have to be such an asshole. It's like, I don't know that that's true. Yeah. What did you think of that? I, I just don't, I mean, maybe on a personal day-to-day level he could, but that wouldn't be... He, he wouldn't be him. He wouldn't be him, and he wouldn't be able to... He just drove those those people at Apple in the early days and the late days to make great products. You know, there's that famous story about when they brought him the iPhone the first time, and he's like, this needs to be smaller. And they're like, eh, what do you mean? And he dropped it in a fish tank, and a bubble came out. He's like, it needs to be smaller. You need to fit more stuff in there in a smaller space. Yeah, like dude. No, and the funny thing is, in that book, they always say everybody around him had something called the Steve reality field. The reality distortion reality field. Reality distortion field, where Steve's reality was wrong, and he lived in his own reality, and everybody around else around him knew it, and they knew he was like in a wrong, distorted reality. But in reality... His reality was right, and everybody yeah. else's around him was wrong. Yeah, right. he said, "You, this is how this it can is be how done." It has People to say, be "You done. can't be done that way." And yeah, yeah. And weirdly, until it, it came to the disease that threatened his life. But that's what. Right. Yeah, it's and that then he was wrong. It's yeah. that <laughs> thing that fuels him successfully here that destroys him here. Right, because right. he thinks he can reality distort his way out of cancer. Right, but it's not the same thing. So, right. if Steve Jobs was still alive, Apple would probably not be the company that it is. That's the weird thing about him like he was so impassioned about pushing his will out you know that he could in this arena but not in his own health yeah you know that's i think i think that's really the tragedy that's gonna be upon everyone that we consider great is we're just gonna learn some horrible underbelly whether it's sexual so is it the end of great men I just think it's the, it leads to the understanding of human flaws. Now, like Louis, like I think there is already an acknowledgement, whether or not we can say it in the public square or not, uh, that there is Louis and Cosby are not the same, No, you know? And I think, but, but, and so like, obviously what Louis did was not appropriate, but it wasn't rape. You know what I mean? It was, it was, it was a sexual offense, but we're not going to make them match them up. Just as we said, like, but Tiger Woods did was at least I don't think he was ever accused of rape. It was all consensual yeah, right. sex. It was bad. But it wasn't wine, right. it was, which was right. horrible. Exactly. You know? So I think we have to get to a point where we can say that we can acknowledge those layers of gray. Like we chased Tiger Woods out, notably because he wasn't a very good golfer at that point. But uh, we we chased him out when his time was done. Uh, and I think there'll be a, make a graying of it where it's like, yes, what Louis did was wrong. What Cosby did was obviously evil. Uh, but Tiger Woods, yeah, tasteless, but like maybe we shouldn't, you know, crucify him. Maybe that should be something he deals with his wife about. I think like that'll lead to like a little more understanding on that where people will judge, but it'll generally be a little more yeah. like, oh, that's free. I don't know. I, I like to think that that's how we're getting as a liber- sexually liberalizing society, but mm. I don't know. People understand the nature of consent a little more as a society and, and won't be like, it'll be like, you know, uh, 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I like to think, optimistically. Yeah. We're going to find skeletons in everybody's closet. Everybody that we admire. Yes. Yeah. It's all going to come Agreed. out. Whether or not it's sexual or not. And thankfully, some people, like Jobs, will just be like, oh, he's an asshole. But, you know, assholes engine the world. Yes. You know. I- Right. Listen, I'm not an asshole, and I am completely unsuccessful. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not on the right side of that one. Yeah, ag- agreed. Agreed.